so yeah it was some neat stuff of course dave's dave's uh what do you mean unable to access your facebook account try on facebook again hmm? i don't know what? what let me change you know you've been facebook facebook with the stupid profiles you got to switch them manually now maybe that was it i don't know you've been banned yeah, that could yeah. be a problem if this doesn't work. Be doing a Roy. I, we'll I think I soon. can do it. All right. Saturday, September 10th, and Sunday, September 11th is the Space 1999 Virtual Convention. All right. Uh oh. <laughs> Whoa, well, oh, uh oh. Okay, there it goes. Whew. It was acting like it didn't want to do it. Kept telling like me I, I need said. to sign in. You got banned. Could be. <laughs> Facebook banned for your negative attitude. You're always such a friggin' ray of sunshine that they just I finally am. had enough of you. I am a joy to be around. <laughs> All right, ready to go live. Hey, apparently people were asking where I was. Probably glad that I wasn't there. <laughs> well, we missed you as a BTS photographer because I don't think anybody was actually. No, I didn't say I didn't see any pictures of except with a few that were taken on the set that like people posted, but I didn't I haven't seen anything from the event. Of course, it doesn't matter. They never use my pictures anyway. Mm, I enjoy use, seeing. They you. always use Anthony's. I enjoy your pictures. I'm glad uh, that you were. Uh, thank you. But yeah, see? there's never any ray of sunshine. No, I mean, I'm happy. I'm glad. Thank you for liking my photographs. All right, here we go. Yeah, I got it. Well, that's weird. Bring me back to this to show me that. Waiting on the book face. All right, here we go. Share screen. Okay, welcome everybody. It is Wednesday, seven o'clock. Sci-fi distilled. Welcome back, Kent, and welcome back, Mary Beth. How's everybody doing? Hello, everyone. Hello, all. How so, is everyone out there? Hang on, I'm going to pull us up real quick. In there. Hello. I'd buy uh, that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> So obviously, yeah, we are doing RoboCop tonight, uh, 1987 action film. Political commentary film. Political, some political, political commentary social commentary. Very 80s movie after I rewatched. I hadn't seen this movie in probably like 30 years, I think, is the last time yeah. I said it. So, but Big before, I don't usually get nostalgic, but this one, I know what it was too, but this one made me a little nostalgic. I was like, oh yeah, okay, I remember well, the 80s. Uh, we can talk about that. We remember the 80s. We were alive then. It was over 30 years ago, but that's okay. I, like it. <laughs> I was 20, let's see, 87. Uh, I was 20. Just about 20. I was yeah. 20, yeah. yeah. 20 years old, college. Yep. Pretty sure I saw it in the theater. But before we get into that, 
Any news, Mary Beth? The news, the one and only big news of the day is that tomorrow, kids, September 8th, it's Star Trek Day. Woo! Star Trek Day. So the Star Trek, so um, Paramount, in their infinite wisdom, is aiming to firmly establish Star Trek Day as a significant event in the annual sci-fi calendar. And they have a fairly impressive lineup this year. They give announcements and reveals and all that stuff. And I guess, okay, I, I guess that's okay. I mean, there's Star Wars Day on May the 4th. So I guess really? we can have Star Trek Day. But last year, I don't know, did you guys watch any of it last year? It was too long. It was all day. It was long. Like it was really day. long. Like, who, who's going to sit there and watch all that? Was, yeah, I uh, I watched the replay really? and I skipped around. I was really looking for, at the time, the Strange New Worlds trailer is what World, I really yeah. wanted yeah. to see the rest of it. Honestly, I wasn't that interested in, um, you know, what's her name? Singing, singing Blue Skies. Yeah, it's same, same. A lot of it, I was like, you know, fast forward, skip Yeah, it. I was just skipping around. I didn't really find it. I don't know why. I, I don't know. Does Disney do that with Star Wars? I don't even know. Do they have like an all day? No, thing? they have Star Wars Day, but it wasn't like a televised thing where there's stuff all the time. They just have a, you know, they do stuff at out at Disney. Disney. Yeah. Which I don't know, man. I think, yeah, I don't know. But okay, so this year, what do we got? We don't uh, have a Star Trek theme park yet, so no, that's Star true. Trek, well, we have James. Ticonderoga is our Star Trek theme park. Ticonderoga is the Star Trek theme park. <laughs> 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 that okay, that could be interesting. Um, Star Trek Day held on or around September eighth. I don't remember when it was last year, uh, because of course, on this date, nineteen sixty six was when the very first episode of the original series aired. The Man Trap. Please, if you're Canadian, please don't be. Telling I know. Me. I was waiting. We wait, wait. The Canadians are going to jump in and remind. Canadians are going to yes, jump all over that. Last year was really special because it was the fifty fifth anniversary, um, and it coincided with an, an impressive exhibition at the Skirball's Cultural Center in Los Angeles. This year's event is also being held at the Skirball Center. And why not? It's beautiful there. Uh, and let me see. Let me get the lineup so you guys know what's going on. The live stream kicks off at 12 p.m. Pacific, which is 3 p.m. here. So as you're wrapping up work, you can fire up that live stream. The co-hosts are Tawny Newsom, who plays Mariner. I actually love her. I absolutely love her. Paul, if they were at. Uh, they were all at Mission Chicago, roaming around the floor in uniform from lower decks. It was hilarious. I bet they were awesome. I've seen pictures. I, they look amazing. Yeah, I, I just love the Lower Decks crew. I, like, I'd watch them. So it's uh, Tawny, Paul F. Tompkins, and Mary Chifo. And they're going to talk to everyone. Jerry Ryan, Michelle Hurd, Noel Wells, Don Lewis, um, Brett Gray, Kate Mulgrew, Rebecca Romaine, Jess Bush, Christina Chong, Celia Rose Gooding, Melissa Navia, and Babs Ole. Lou San Mokun, Babs Olu San Mokun. I can't pronounce your name, man. I am sorry. I apologize. Uh, also, if you go on the StarTrek.com website to the merchandise, if you use the code Star Trek Day, it'll get you 20% off of whatever it is you want to buy. Uh, the first season, well, all of it's available on Paramount Plus, including everything that will be streaming tomorrow. Um, and also, if you happen to be in Europe, none of our viewers are, but for the Europeans, Paramount Plus is finally, finally launching in Italy, Germany, and France. Italy, September 15th. Germany and France are quickly following after that. I don't know why they're not, it's not there already, 
but okay. I never understand why it's probably going to get Paramount Plus. Weird things that they do. The international licensing agreements. I know, but it's like stupid things like your car, like accessory that you can get for your car in like Europe, but you can't get the same thing in the United States. It has nothing to do with like legality of yeah. You know, I've never understood that. It's like stupid thing like. I can get a ma- this is the car key for my car. I can get one in the matching color of my car in Japan, but you can't get it in the United States. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? So mean- just so you, if everyone's curious, the segments, the order segments are uh, the welcoming remarks. First, we're going to talk about Picard, then Discovery, then Lower Decks, then Prodigy. Then there will be a Nichelle Nichols tribute, so that'll be cool. And then Strange New Worlds. And I think, I think that's going to wrap it up. So I think we're looking at five or six hours of, of content. We'll be skipping through it again. And I, I will, you know what? I will wait till after it airs and then I too will be skipping yeah, through skip it. Through. Because it's a yeah. lot. I, mean, I, don't think, a lot. I don't know who can watch it. Unless you're like a podcaster or something or a news type outlet that you need to know and be the first one to report what they announced. It's a lot. You know what I, I, I didn't can't see anybody for? I'll, I'll be curious to see what they change and how they improve this year. Because last year there were these two girls, like they would jump from the stage, stuff that was happening on stage, just to these two girls who were just doing like, oh, the man you know, on the interviews street. Interviews and stuff. That was horrible. Yeah. They, were, was they were not good. They were not good. And Star Trek, I love you, Star Trek. I love you, Star Trek. But that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> I don't know why I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know why. They, I think, well, like, the thing is, know is stuff about Star are, Trek. We like, are, we are all know. of an older generation now, and I think, correct or not, that they're trying to aim stuff at. They were like those two girls would like go to Twitter. That yeah, exactly. More respond, they would go to Insta and they'd go to Twitter. To that kind of thing. They'd be like, "This person made this comment yeah, on Twitter," and plus, and, it looks stupid, but maybe to a younger person, it that's TikTok makes some kind of sense. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. Whatever. So I will be very, very curious to see how and what and if they change anything this year. Yeah. Well, well I don't know if they have any. Hopefully, new the Nichelle the, the the Nichelle tribute is is worthwhile. I oh, mean, yeah. if, if it's One just some hold. music and some One stills, that's not really. Yeah, I'd like to see. You know, if he, they bring Walter and George, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, they say there's really only the three of them left. There's only the three of them left now. Yeah. And, I mean, other than other than guest stars, you know, or you know, people that were like one off on the show, but yeah, sadly. And Barbara, yeah, Barbara Luna's still there. <laughs> Barbara Luna, Luna she's Luna's always just, she's eternal. She's yes. eternal. She's like Shatner. She's just never going to go anywhere. She's just there. <laughs> so some other stuff, I guess uh, we we talked about before the show started. Um, Rings of Power has dropped uh, two episodes, so you can yeah watch talk those. about what we were saying before and the like, show. Yeah, about... so apparently people were already like pre-reviewing it to like hack it and giving it really bad reviews and uh so uh prime like locked out their reviews on like rotten tomatoes and stuff for like 48 hours until after it aired to try to get a a realistic um i watched the first episode um seems okay too early to tell kind of thing same thing with with house of dragons i think i'm what two or three episodes into that and um you know okay nothing really uh, i will give house of dragon it's not didn't pull me in like like game of thrones episode one hooked mm. you know like literally from the first episode i was hooked on that show i am not feeling that with either of these two shows so i'm not saying they're bad i just i just haven't gotten 
Captivated. They're, they're like two and three episodes in. in now, right? Is that about for, right? For, for House of Dragon, uh, yes. Um, for Rings of Power, there's only they dropped two right away, and now and then they're going to release the All one. Right. That's that's my project this weekend. I'm, I will finally have some time. I think I'm going to sit down and I will look at both of those shows. What about She-Hulk? She I want and yeah. She-Hulk. I'm going to check out. I will admit, I watched funny. the first two episodes of She-Hulk. It it's um. I know it's getting some weird reviews. People don't like it. Some people like it. I was actually, I was first when I saw the trailer, I was like, eh, more CGI. And the CGI is really obvious as much as it would be. Um, I think my personal feeling like on her as Hulk, She-Hulk, is they, they're like, made her like too tall and lanky. In but my she opinion. is no, in you the want her to be Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. Like like, I didn't expect her to be like the Hulk Hulk, but a little more, but a little more comic, bulkier. It's, it's, I know exactly I know. right. I, I know mean, that's to me when you see it in a comic and then you see it in the CGI version, it I don't know why it just doesn't look right to me. And but, the fourth wall breaks are fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's so the, my point I was getting to is that they do take a little bit of a tongue in cheek attitude towards this show. It's not 100% serious, it's like a 50 that's good. thing. Well, that's and the good. comic was very, was very, yeah, she could, yeah, so it's kind of cool that she's, I mean, it worked. And of course, that actress is phenomenal. You yeah, that's uh, she's from Orphan, Orphan Black. She Orphan was Black, yeah. That. So she's amazing. Um, so yeah, so I, I will give it a try. You know, I've, I've only watched two episodes, so I can't. And they're only half an hour, which really means they're thirty-five minutes roughly. Which means in a Disney Marvel movie or show, there's ten minutes of credits at the right. end. So really, you're only getting about twenty to twenty-five minutes of of show. Which is which is why I wish they had released it all, and, <laughs> and you could binge, binge it. it. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, that I, I that. Too. in typical Marvel fashion, you have to watch through the beginning, the first part of the credits to get the little, get a mid scene, after, the, the little, scene. Next, yeah. little scene that happens. And then, so yeah, so if you're into it, you like something kind of not too serious, um, watch it. Well, the fourth wall breaks dovetail right into Deadpool, I right? Mean, they, they, nice. they're similar, similar. yeah, nice. a little, yeah, yeah, similar, similar to that. And then, and Disney's still coming out with Star Wars Andor. <laughs> that should be coming out this month, I thought. Yes, Andor, I thought was coming out. But yeah, so am that, I wrong? Looks, that looks good. We I can look Star back Wars. in my old news. I know. I report Call me heretical, but I did not like that character in Rogue One at all. What and what for what particular and, reason? The, the, what's his name? Cassius. Cassius. Cassius Andor. Cassian Andor. Cassian. Um, the the I, I realized they were trying to portray the other side of the rebellion with its nitty gritty side who occasionally has to do things that nobody's happy with. But I, I didn't like, I, 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 it was a great portrayal. The actor is great. I didn't like that character. I thought he was too, not, not matter of fact, but he was, he was, too willing to do the bad things. Well, I think I think I think we saw we and we I think we'll see more in Andor as far as his backstory. But I think he, like he said, he's been fighting the rebellion since he was very young, and he's become very jaded. And I yes, think he right. realizes that yeah, he's, jaded he against Empire. Yeah, he has to do things that he's not proud of, but he feels right. necessary. So I think. But it seemed to me that he was a little too eager to do those things that he shouldn't be proud of. I'm going to disagree with you on the eagerness part. I think he struggled quite a bit. Certainly, he struggled by not killing. Um, what's yeah, his he name was there? told to kill uh, her. Yeah. 
well, he's going to kill her, but he's also right. going to right at the very beginning. Kill, he kills his, his informant, like at the very beginning. Of right, the movie, and you knew that kind of set yeah. the stage for what he was prepared to do. But he was also told to kill uh, her father. There. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and he didn't. He hesitated yeah. because he was believing what she said. So I think by then he was getting humanized. Yeah, there's yeah. conflict yeah. within him. There was, and he did grow as a character like, right before he got vaporized. So I get that, and. Hopefully oh, the we'll backstory fill maybe, in. Maybe he'll win you over, Kent, with Andor. Could, could, could very possible. So it's happening. So I'm gonna, before. I'm gonna say hi to Sue. I'm gonna say hi to Mark. Hello, Mark, are Mark you watching us yes. from Britain? Yeah, there's a lot well, of folks thank you over there. Those thanks for across the pond. All from Mexico. Thank you for joining us. All Ola from Mexico. William Sotek, did you get your shirt, Bill? I, I'm good. It's, I keep. Yes, I he, did. Little... he did. Oh, I oh, didn't tell you that. I'm sorry. He sent me a message. Yes, he did. Excellent, excellent. And Jeff is working on a surprise and I can't wait to reveal yeah, it. I won't say anything, but Jeff, I saw it and it's kicking ass. So I'm so psyched, yeah. Jeff. Well, well, hopefully in a week or two, we'll have that out for you guys. So, all right, we, we, we probably killed the quarter of the show already. Yeah, it was 715. drink. We didn't do the drink and I didn't do one last week. So I apologize because it completely, so this one, um, is the OCP? What happened to it? What happens? Is it gone? What happened? Stop sharing. We drank it. We drank it. it. Sorry, guys. What happened to my photo? <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. It like just disappeared. All right. Well, it's on the website. <laughs> Did I get it up again? Sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. That's really bizarre. That's cool. It was there. What for was it? Day. Can you tell us what it was? Ah, uh, it was called the OCP. And uh, Omni consumer the, products, that's about all I could tell you. Or cops, <laughs> what was in it? I don't remember. Oh gosh, all right. Well, uh, we'll get that up. It's on the website, it's on the Facebook page, so we'll just skip it for now. And you guys, because I don't know what happened. Uh, I want it so, just in all fairness, he's Rizzo this morning. Was like, What drink should I do? And I was like, I want a glass of wine with Kurtwood Smith's drink. <laughs> Did you guys catch that in the movie? Yes, Kurt, and he Kurtwood sniffs it. Hey, the guy drank it anyway, which is really gross. I don't yeah, know. but the guy drinks it, drinks it. What the come on, Sal? Here, let me hear it. Uh, the Tigers are playing. I love, Tonight. can we talk about how awesome Kurtwood was in this movie? So, there it is, oh, there here we go, go. the OCP. So it's Curacao. Jim, Orange, Curacao, Campari, and a dash and of uh, bitters. So I don't know how it tastes, but you know, and there's our, our good friend, 209. Ed 209. I could do a whole half. I could do a whole couple hours just on Ed. There's a lot of a lot of interesting things. Ed 209, uh, designed by Phil Tippett, the same guy that made yep. at at And yep. you can you can clearly... See very oh, there's of, only so many ways to do robotech in there yes yeah, so i saw that too that it was robotech i don't know very, how much i agree I, I loved robotech uh, no, i was a huge robotech um, fan the, the head was supposed to be like a killer whale yeah and which growls, would have made it look the a growls lot more. were actually a jaguar yeah the growls were real animals yeah, yeah there's i don't know man it, it wasn't very robotech because those things all transformed those all had no well, had no the Zentradi, you know, the Valkyries did, but the Zentradi assault robots were all just that. They're they're chicken walkers with guns in both. Hands. Oh yeah, maybe they were all chicken walkers. The Zentradi, yeah, 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 yeah. Captain Admiral Britai or the Commander Britai. I can't remember his rank. Yeah, if I, anybody knows Britai's rank, if you could just remind me, that would be good. Anyway, back to anyway, back to Robo Robo. Back to Robo. Nineteen eighty-seven. Peter Weller. Of course, fresh off of um, 
Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai, yeah. Uh, there's actually a lot of people, a lot of stars in this because you had Ronnie Cox and Peter Weller and um, what's her name there who did a Nancy ton of Allen. stuff. Nancy, Nancy Allen, Allen, yeah. Who was in one of my favorite uh, Spielberg movies of all time, 1941. Yes. <laughs> she was the love interest, if you remember. Had to be in the plane to. Right, right. Had to be yeah. in the plane to get her interested. We'll just leave yes. it at that. Yeah, we'll, we'll Try to keep this that. show clean. Are you kidding me? Anybody who's seen RoboCop can handle the adult stuff. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the gratuitous violence in RoboCop. Yeah, and, th- and in this movie, like I was saying earlier, this is like so 80s. I mean, this movie screams 80s. And, you know, this, is, of course, came off of, you know, Terminator had already, aired, you know, been a hit. And, yep. um, you know, so, but the interesting thing was a lot of studios turned this down. Uh, it was Orion that finally picked it up and decided to make it. And then the, they went through a whole bunch of directors before they yes. got to Verhoeven. Uh, yes. Ho- 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 is that how you pronounce the name? Hoven? Yeah, Hoven. Very close enough. Including. Um, um, and it was actually his wife. He was yes. going to turn it down. He read like the first few pages said, no way, I'm not doing this. It's just a stupid action flick. And his wife read the rest of it and says, you know, there's a lot of political and satirical commentary in here you know you might want and he reread it and then i read the whole thing and decided he wanted to do it. that's why he, it that, yeah. yeah that's why he agreed to do starship troopers was the satire part of it yeah yes yeah so yeah because um yeah jonathan catlin had turned it down or had had it and then was fired off of it or something and david cronenberg who i really enjoy turned it down but yes uh verhoeven we know him from total recall starship troopers and you can see a lot of similarities there's a, a few things that are real similar in starship yep. troopers. well the commercials basic, basic instinct yeah the fake the fake news and the commercials yeah. and stuff basic instinct which is kind of and then really interestingly if you guys all remember showgirls yeah you try not to <laughs> what an interesting collection of movies this guy has done yeah it was just that was a horrible movie though we don't we well don't, it's just bad it's just bad. so anyway so yeah so the very 80s though um like you said it was almost nostalgic watching i think where think you said it was felt nostalgic and i kind of get what you're saying you're watching this movie and you you feel like oh yeah i remember this like i had literally seen this in probably since the early 90s maybe i saw it yeah, or a dozen on VHS times or something. Um, yeah. i don't i can't say i've seen it that many times i've probably seen it three or four tops including today but of course, well, it spawned yeah. a franchise. There was two sequels. There was a TV. Show, oh, there was a kids. There was, was a cartoon. 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 Yeah. Which this books. is not a children's movie, and yet somehow it. Yeah, but you know what? That again, that was kind child. of the '80s things. They would take. They did that with aliens too. Yeah, aliens. They had alien toys. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it was like kinda... next thing we knew there was a there's a Saturday morning cartoon. It's so weird. Yeah. So but anyway, there... anybody that doesn't know the premise, this yeah, is go ahead, run through the. the somewhere in the near future uh it's detroit so we already know it's crab hole sorry if anybody lives in detroit <laughs> yeah but it's already kind they of know heading that in. direction and the police have been farmed out to a private company to run the police force yep crime is of course rampant and um they this company ocp decides uh, well there's two factions within the company of ronnie cox who's the who's the second in command of the company comes up with the the, the the ed 209 robo cop robo tech fully robotic, robotic cop. cop that was supposed to patrol that he was hoping not to sell to the police force use but also to the military application so he had a big broader uh, hope for this thing and of course it 
the first time they test it to the board of directors, it murders one of the guys. <laughs> horribly. Yeah, one of the horrible. So, yeah, it goes bad. That, that so, guy, he, that poor guy had to do that twice. They put like 200 squibs on him. I know his name. His last name is Page. What's his first name? Kevin Page. Kevin yeah. Page was, it was filmed over, he covered him in 200 squids, squibs. And uh, they didn't like the way it looked. They brought him back to reshoot it. So he had to do it twice. And he said that it was so, because every time those things go off, it like. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, like, like, having, it's like having a bunch of little, you know, firecrackers, yeah. like salutes all right over. Right on you. I mean, it's firing out, but it's still. Yeah, yeah there's still know, pressure. Yeah. You know, physics guys, yeah. there's like equal opposite. He said it was like getting punched, like all over his body. Oh, the poor guy. Yeah, Which made physical reaction. You know, the, the funny thing is with the with this robot, it's like it's got these two like machine gun hands, if you will, and he's like blasting away at this guy. It's like I don't know how many shots this robot thought it needed to kill this guy. Yep. <laughs> he puts like 50, 60 rounds in. I mean, clearly it just goes <laughs> like, completely oh, awry. Yeah. Yeah, it goes away because so anyway, he, they said, he so, said but the, put the gun down, and the guy did put the gun did, down. Right, and yeah, yeah, and it still going, still yeah. killed him. Yeah. <laughs> so so the point the, was it didn't the, work. The, the very first problem with that is having live ammo in a demonstration. Right, exactly. There was a mistake. Exactly. They think they should have not had live I think ammo. that was the that was the no, first mistake. Not loaded the thing at all. So so then so the so of course then this other lower echelon guy zips in and he has another project. So he talks to he gets yeah, his Miguel. Uh, not now, Miguel I don't know Ferrer. if you caught it, but Jose it was Ferrer. pretty clear that they were since they control the police departments, they were putting. Remember, he said we have certain uh, potential candidates being moved into position. Right. So they purposely transferred Murphy from a area that was lighter in crime to the area that heavier in crime. Heavier in crime. Hoping, I assume that he did. They did it to other people as well that he would get killed or at least injured to the point where. <laughs> Well, I guess by the contract, he had to be he had to be legally dead for them to use his body to make him into RoboCop. So, right, this is what happened. It's wild that they had that as a as, as that part of the contract. Right, yeah. right. So, um, and you so hear course, them having that conversation when in his resurrection. You, you, yes, you hear right. That conversation. They, say, they said something like, "We saved his arm, his left arm," and they're like, "I don't care. He's not supposed to be supposed to be here. Get rid of the arm. Get rid of the arm." So, uh, so basically, he's completely mechanical except for his head, I guess. You his know. brain and his face. His torso, I believe. So, well, they didn't really. I guess he'd have to because he was eating, so he'd have to. Yeah, have some he, kind of. A yeah, he has, yeah, some, he has yeah, a he, spine. He had food, yeah. some kind of food that he would eat, baby food. He has a head, a spine, some digestive stuff, and lungs. Yeah, they, they said he still had out, at least a lung. Yeah, this comes out more in the next movie. Yeah. But his face, it wasn't his face. It was metal. And they just put his skin. Yeah, so, yeah. so they he stretched gets, the skin he gets killed it. in a gunfight with Kurtwood Smith and some other of the baddies. Yes. Kurtwood Smith looking dope, by the way, with those glasses. Yeah. Well, there was a whole uh, thing with the glasses. You know? whole, yeah, there's a whole thing. There's a reason why he well, looked that way. But yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah, I he looked, it. Well, you know, it's funny because he's one of those actors that you don't realize how many things he's in until, until you go back and watch talking. some of these old, like, oh, there's Kurtwood Smith yep. again. Oh, there's Kurtwood oh, Smith. You know, call somebody a dumbass. And I thought about this. <laughs> you know who else is that? Uh, Jim Tolkien, who played the principal in Back to the Future. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The and, well, head yeah. of the carrier in Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Giancarlo. He was in He Man. Giancarlo. He, he was in uh, everything. Who is yeah, yeah, Giancarlo's and everything. If you yeah. look back, he's been in a ton over of the, 
over our episodes of doing this Brian show, Cranston I've realized how many actors out there that have just been in everything. Yeah, they're hard. It's they're like, hard. Oh yeah. my god! I used to always everywhere. say like like Gene Hackman was the hardest working man in Hollywood because he was like in everything. Yeah. You know, it's like. <laughs> Never met a script going, he didn't like. Yeah, keep going exactly. with the synopsis. So we'll anyway, yeah. Cast. So anyway, so he gets he gets he gets killed in this gunfight, uh, pretty horribly, because um, they must they again they put like a million rounds oh, into this poor guy. They, they torture yeah. him. Assume, they assume some him. of it didn't get through because he did have armor on. Yes. So that's why. So anyway, uh, yeah, they blow his hand off. They kind of torture him until he finally shoots him in the head. Um, and kills him uh they do he's still alive when he gets to the hospital but then they call it anyway they they, they turn him into robo cyborg um the cyborg who they reach for they thought they wiped his memory out but it did not take or something because of course he starts remembering his family where he lived and that kind of thing so then basically he's going out and kicking ass with crime and you know and uh and then he starts to realize that there's um I don't know what's the word, the wolves in the chicken coop or something Cor- like corruption. that. Corruption. Corruption. And of course, the he has his direct as much like Asimov had his rule laws of robotics. He does have a prime director. Murphy had his three, his well, there's four, but the fourth one was classified. Classified. So he had what was it? Serve the public, defend the innocent, uphold the law. Uphold the law. Yeah. So those were his th- things. But apparently the fourth one was you can't arrest any of the senior executives of OCP. Which right. we find out he goes after Ronnie Cox when he finds out that Kurtwood Smith character is working for Ronnie Cox, uh, which I forget his name. The character Dick or Dick, Dick Jones. Jones. Dick Jones. Yeah. So anyway, so he goes after Dick Jones. He tries to arrest him, and then of course he starts to seize up because he can't. He's in that constant... spoiler alert. What? Well, I'm telling this enough. If you haven't seen this movie, you by haven't now, seen this one now. I don't care that it's a spoiler. How old is this thing? <laughs> We're talking 35 years ago, Kent. Okay, fine. Five years ago. You've had plenty of time to see it. You're giving away the ending. I'm giving away. So anyway, yeah. So that's the basic storyline. Uh, of course, there is his 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 partner who uh, is knows realizes who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much because his face is untouched, even though he's got the mask thing. Well, and he has a line about that in the movie because the wife, he goes back to visit his, his wife who he thinks he's dead. And he says, they did this to honor him. That's the second movie. Oh, that's the second movie, dude. That's was not in the first but, but, but I understand, but they do reference it. We're not talking about Yeah, it. they explain it eventually, but not this time. Yes. This time he just goes know. back to the house for sale. The house. Yeah, he just goes he back, and the house is for sale, and he starts right. having memories of things that happened in the house. And how prescient was that? There are houses now with that setup in it. You can walk through, and a person on the TV screen will move from room to room oh, and tell you about Detroit each being bankrupt. They got right that yeah. thing. Yeah. They got right the just the whole like how corporations are privatizing everything and it's not really working they yeah. got that right like there was a lot of us we've already movie. seen that because we already have prisons that have been privatized yeah. you know we're seeing yeah. it so it wouldn't it's not too we're, far elite to say oh we're yeah. gonna we're gonna privatize the police force or yeah. fire departments or fire departments or any kind of public um service yeah, yeah. it's so, it's not that far off really i mean it's they were accurate about a bunch of things yeah but yeah an amazing so that, cast stellar cast yeah, so that's the basic that's the basic plot. Um, of course, there's a lot of violence in shoes. Um, and of course, he comes out victorious at the end. And I love the ending when the, the head of the company, who's kind of like innocent in all this, he's not like he doesn't realize that there's all he, this yeah, he was a corruption and stuff that's going on below him. 
And he, when, when, of course, that the, the big, big ending is he finally, he, you know, Ronnie Cox has got this guy as his hostage, the, the head of the company. And of course, Robocop is, is frozen because he can't do anything against this guy because he's a senior executive. And of Until... course, as you're expecting it, the guy at the head of the company tells him, you're fired. And he goes, thank you. That's what I needed. And boom, and he starts, you know, shooting him. And of course, yep. you knew it was coming. He's going out the window. Whenever you see in a room, and there's going to be guns, and there's big plate glass windows. You know Somebody's going out the window. That was the, the one effect <laughs> of the entire movie. The, the effects of this movie held up amazingly. You know what they did them on? Amazingly well. They yeah, like an Apple an Commodore or something? No, it was an Amiga. Commodore Amiga. Whatever well, it's it Commodore. Yeah, it was an it was Amiga. Something. His suit, I think, still looks amazing. That was he almost still looks uh, good. A, a half a million suit. to a million dollars for the different Yeah, he had like seven or eight of them in the They had yeah. a special one that was like, had only protection effects. for the gasoline, gas station. Yeah. There were a couple of effects. There's a bunch of matte paintings. I couldn't find them. Like I saw later on in a review. Like and the this only was thing a that was really out. obvious was the stop painting. action of the of the uh, yeah of the Ed stop 209. action of Ed could have been yeah. improved. And when when Dick Jones falls out the window, that it was very bad. it was very Harryhausen like. Yeah, it was. His <laughs> arms had been elongated. I think they were trying to do a forced perspective thing, and it didn't and work. Didn't so it, it just off. looked like yeah. he had weird long arms. Yeah, but that's okay. Oh, so many of the effects just held up yeah they do held up fairly well considering they're, they're, and there's a youtube ago. snippet out age. there where they redid ed 209 as cgi and it really <laughs> works yeah like I the mean, stairs when he's yeah. when he's chasing when he's chasing robocop and he gets to the stairs which was clearly a fail fall in the design that it can't court <laughs> navigate a stairwell um to do that scene they actually built a little stairwell and the robot and then shoved it down <laughs> To do yeah. the artwork, well, that works. Works. see how it would go. It worked. I like yeah. how his toes were reaching for this. Yeah, step. the toes were kind of like one super clever effect was the scene where the mayor is being held hostage, like the former mayor is holding the current oh, mayor the hostage. Infrared thing, yeah. And he looks through his infrared, and so to make the infrared, they literally just stripped the actors down and painted their bodies with like fluorescent paints and put them under a black light so it glowed. Yeah. And he that thought was, that was really, cheaper than actually doing it. He thought it was cheaper. Yep. And you know what? It worked. It worked. It totally worked. Like, that yep. works. It looks good. I, like, I that was actually that a real happened. thing that happened in Los Angeles. That, like, at the that San was Francisco. based on a real thing. That was actually like, where, where, where a councilman went nuts and was trying to get his job back by holding people hostage. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that was actually a real thing. <laughs> you can believe it. So that was kind of funny. How um, proud are they? Were they of that car that only got twelve miles to the gallon or whatever? <laughs> the the six thousand SUX. Oh yeah, yeah. That was God knows what that was like originally built on some Oldsmobile. It was a no. That was a a, a Ford Taurus. Oh, whatever. No, the cars were the police cars were Tauruses. I don't know if the, <laughs> whatever thing was. They they just slapped a different shell on it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Whatever it was, it was clearly a some POS. Yeah, the <laughs> SUX. Yeah, it was the SUX. The sucks. Well, that was the other thing we were going to talk. About, we should talk about too is is the commercials that are in. There's some really funny stuff, and some of the news stuff is is like bizarre. Like, oh, the space laser. The because uh, remember Misfired. around that time. Remember around that time, uh, Star Wars program, Reagan Star Wars program, the, the yep. anti missile. Yeah. Yes. So that was kind of based on that. That this laser thing malfunctioned and like vaporized half of california or something and apparently i don't Set know why they fire. stuck it in two past presidents were killed in that like oh, I don't no, know. wasn't it two past presidents were stuck on the space station when there was zero gravity or something that was another that was another that news. was a different one that was yeah. another one that was the uh, 
So it, it was, was, you know what it was? Because it was Lisa Gibbons. There was something about the fake news and the ads that were incredibly nostalgic. Like they nailed it. They nailed the ads of the era. Yep. To me, it was incredibly nostalgic. I was watching and like, whoa, that, yeah, wow. That's well, the game. Yeah, it really game. was. I want that game. The family like, game, not, nuke not the actual things, but the, like, the game is called the nuke of ideas to nuke, nuke your opponent. Nuke yep. Family yeah. fun. I want that game. <laughs> what was the other ad? And you call me cherry. Yeah. Oh, it was some. Yeah, God. The, and the yeah. And of course, the, the only the thing with I, of course, we can't go around without saying about the I buy that for a dollar. Which uh, was yeah, the, that was a game so, show. Yes, that was, that the game was show or whatever it was supposed to be. No, it was, it was a like fake, a, it was like a Betty Hill type a fake show, sitcom. Yeah. yeah, it was. So that was um, based on Cyril Cornblue's short story, The Marching Morons, which uh, presents a similarly cynical view of an over commercialized future that's desensitized to violence and war. The catch line in that thing was I'd buy that for a quarter, but, uh, the character, the actor was SD Nemeth. The character saying it was Bixby Snyder and his fake TV show was called not my problem. And so, yeah, that it just was a, it was just a little nod to fun, fun, stupid. Yeah. Fun fact, Nancy Allen showed up on the set when they were shooting a lot of that and saw that and really thought that this was going to be some kind of hack director and didn't realize, I think at first that it was a Quite comedy was, bit yeah. to be on a show, to be on the, you know, in the background kind of thing. Yeah. So um, I'd buy that for a dollar. And then he's yeah. always with two. He always had two girls. Buxom women with him. Buxom women. And, and had an excuse to throw and cake they, on they, or whipped cream. Yeah. Or... Some excuse for whipped cream or cake or pie somehow. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, that was, Definitely I forgot all about that until I started watching them. I'm like, oh yeah. I remember everybody would say that. That was like a, that was like a catchphrase. It was a catchphrase for, for a while. And a like while. his, and like RoboCop's couple catchphrases didn't really, I guess they maybe took off with the cartoons, but he just had dead or alive. You're coming in. And yeah. Um, yeah. well, because remember he said that, he said that when he was human, he said it to the guy, he's like dead or alive. You're, you're, you're coming with me. Yeah. He said that he said that yep. to the to the guy that ended up one one of the guys ended up shooting him and the, and yeah. the spin and the pistol on his finger right now and the spin and the pistol trick, yeah his little trick which he masters by the end yeah, yeah that's the thing about the but so we can talk about this a little bit um is over the course of the movie well he's his he's himself at the beginning he's human then he becomes a cyborg and then slowly he rehumanizes right yep. he regains his humanity and if you listen by the end he can do the the gun spin trick. By if you listen to his voice at the very first time you hear him, it's very deep robotic kind of voice, and by the end, it's his own voice again. Like his voice softens and lightens as the movie. Progresses. And he makes a joke and puts the wrench in his head. Yeah, and he does all that. The other thing that they did, they did some clever things with this movie. The other thing that I thought was awesome that I will give like standing, that I'll give props to, was they ditched a subplot. Like of course, like every other '80s movie. They were going to have a subplot where he and his female, where Lewis, his female partner, fall in love, of course. They ditched that. Yay! Yep. Thank they you. were co-workers only. Thank you. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't Thank that you. Totally necessary. So smart, totally so wise. Necessary. That was the best move. It was the best move, yep. And they didn't have the typical 80s time-lapse sort of montage music every movie needs a montage. training montage training montage. training montage uh, so they the other the other thing they did that was kind of interesting is in the 80s you knew who the good guys were and you knew who the bad guys were like movies were very like i don't know how to explain like they were very black and white you knew the good guy and the bad guy 
But in this movie, the good guy was more simple and the bad guy was really, really complex, particularly the Kurt with Smith character. Well, actually, both of them were kind of complicated, but like the good guy, all he had to do was stop the bad guy. Like his one directive, stop the bad guy. That's it. Yep. I mean, I guess he was regaining his humanity too, but you know, that's it. Just the bad guy was complicated. Like there was stuff going on. There were layers there. <laughs> that was interesting. I kind of thought that was cool. Yeah, the um, old man wanted a new Detroit. Yeah. And- the old man, Dick Jones, Joan, and Joan, Kurt Smith. Yeah, they're going to build a new Jones, Jones wanted military in. contracts, and Kurtwood Smith was just there to sell drugs and make money. Right. Until the they realized they could use him. It, yeah. 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 They, well, they were paying him to make Detroit worse. Yes. They were paying or him using to, make him to pay, make Detroit worse so that there was an excuse to level the place and start over. Say that in the beginning, when that ED 209 malfunctions, they have a comment. Like someone says something to the, oh, it doesn't matter because we, we'll, we'll be selling spare parts for the rest yeah, of our life. You know Ron, what I mean? Like, yeah, Ronnie yeah. Cox's character that said that. Yeah, he says that. Yeah. He says, I don't care if it works or not as long as we're selling the parts. Yeah, so the implication that they were making things worse to make to make money yeah. off of it was already there from the yep. get-go. And I quote the Ed 209 at the very end when Robocop pulls up to the corporate building. Warning, you are illegally parked on private property. You have 20 seconds to move your vehicle. I say that all the time. 20 seconds isn't much either. (laughs) No, Uh, I guess if you're in the car and it's running, 20 seconds is enough time. It's just the the warning you're illegally parked on private property. Clearly, it's funny because he dispatches him pretty fast, too. Yeah, well, it's a cobra assault. He wasn't even, but he wasn't even like, it was like, okay, by the way, there's no fight here anymore. That <laughs> rifle is a real rifle. assault cannon. It's the very first appearance on film of a Barrett. Yeah, that's that's actually a real rifle. They just added some plastic and that stupid and the scope on top scope yeah. thing that they were going to put more CGI, like when they looked into it, but it, but they didn't have the budget. Yeah, it, it, but is that the one that the baddies were using to blow stuff up at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Cobra assault like, cannon. They call it's it. a fifty caliber. 50 caliber sniper rifle. Oh, you know what? Kermit Smith and whoever, uh, I guess Ray Wise was standing next to Ray him Wise. In that Ray Wise was in up, everything. They were standing in, the in front of the strip too. club yeah, and they one. blow the strip club up and they were both really uh, mad. They were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't realize that was going to go off that intensely that close to us. Yeah. Like they were scared that they were actually in danger. And they apparently, this movie, everything I read was fraught. This thing was fraught with people fighting with each other. Yeah, well, they, and they, everyone was unhappy, and right. no one was Peter happy. Weller, with Peter Weller didn't and, get along with the director. Yeah, Verhoeven didn't get along with anyone, and then Weller, Peter yeah. Weller, was like, "You either call me Murphy or Robo." Right, he wanted, and they did that for a couple of weeks. They're like, "This is stupid." Well, that he refused. Anymore. Weller refused to say certain lines that he thought he didn't agree with until finally they were going to replace him. They already had they already had somebody lined up uh, oh, to replace him, had- and they were shooting around him. They were shooting the stunts. He said he'd walk. He said, if you can find someone else, I'll walk. They had, they looked at, for, for Robocop, they looked at Rutger Hauer, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger, who just was straight up too big, because once you put the gear yeah, on him, like big, the suit yeah. on him, it just wasn't going to work. Yeah. Lance Henriksen, that might have worked. Keith Carradine, Michael Ironside, Michael that might have been interesting. But he wanted a, he wanted a, Michael Ironside wanted a, him to have a harem or something. That's right. I saw that too. <laughs> what, what the heck? I don't know what Tom Berenger, yeah, Tom Berenger and Sly Stallone clearly weller was the best king because he was slight you know what i mean because yeah. he was a slight well, right. guy he's so not he, he was that stuff he actually he actually he was complaining about the suit of being taut and getting blisters they eventually put he lost like three pounds a day 
from water weight from wearing yep. the suit. They eventually put an air conditioning system in, in the, the suit, suit for him. Yeah, they had. That's a common. Anytime you see, and... see outfits like that, um, you hear that same complaint from the actor that it too was hot, too hot. hot. Yeah. 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 Too hot and too bulky. It didn't fit in cars. So anytime you see him, you <laughs> never actually see him get in or get out of car. Like it's implied yeah, right. driving. It's only the top. So, yeah, he just yeah. he had like yeah. a shoulder. Like you know how football players have the yeah. shoulder pads. He had this like the head and shoulder pads, yep. and they just shoot him from like here. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Kind of like waist the, down. He was B nine robot from Lost in Space. You ever saw him walking? Or yeah. In the yeah. same feet. So. So let's yeah. kind of whip through our cast super quick. We did just talk about Peter Weller. Peter won the role based on his Buckaroo Banzai performance. Um, and he, you know what? He was right for the role. And he did oh, go yeah. on to do Robocop 2. And then he bailed. I'm out, guys. <laughs> I'm moving on to other things. Well, didn't Rightfully either. so. Because I'm surprised they did a three because two wasn't hugely successful. No, but I like it. I mean, it's a good movie. It, it's a worthy successor to, to the first There's one. There's been some fan films. Uh, there were some recently ones they did that were <laughs> take place after the first movie, discounting the second. Beca- because <laughs> you, you can see the natural progression. The interface that Robocop has was DOS based. And then the interface that the Kane has, the second robot that they build and put a criminal brain in, was Apple based, it was graphical. So it's Apple and criminal. What does that tell us? Aha. Uh-huh. Um, but the no, there, it just there's crashes, a progression but it doesn't give you any warning. Th- well, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Just shut yeah, it. yeah, never mind. Unless you want to shut it down, then it's impossible to shut then it. it's impossible <laughs> to shut down. Um, but there's a progression from the two movies, and it's logical and it works. Update manager constantly bouncing in the corner. Update manager, yep. <laughs> you have not updated your homicidal maniac software. Please click OK. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't like Apple. Really? <laughs> you haven't figured that I don't out. think anyone either. Moving on with the cast, uh, we had Nancy Allen. We did talk about. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She was known for her beautiful, long, strawberry blonde hair. And you do see that when she comes back in the second or third movie, her hair is back to long and strawberry blonde. But they made her cut it. They made her cut it eight times before they got the right look for her. Well, so, I mean, it, it fits, damn, though. Girl. I mean, if she's a police officer, she generally wouldn't have. I mean, yeah, she wouldn't have long hair, obviously it not. Character but... more, especially since they were more like military police, like not military police, like in the military i noticed that they're always they're really more martial like, like they're always yeah they're always in armor and helmet and they have their helmets they're on like perma swat yeah. team kind of situation exactly there you go that's probably yeah. a better tactical i think is yeah. the tactical team, there right? you go they were swat so, guys so so they yeah it's fit more that she wouldn't have flowing flowing locks um uh, they looked at sigourney weaver for yeah they looked at sigourney weaver that's i'm sorry what am i saying stephanie zimbalist where did sigourney weaver come from i don't know where uh, they looked at stephanie zimbalist for that role but uh she couldn't because she was committed to um remington steel and interestingly uh pierce brosnan was also committed he was lined up to do uh uh, James Bond and couldn't because of Remington Steel. So Remington Steel stole a couple actors away from but a he couple eventually, projects. Yeah, yeah. He eventually came back as Bond. He did eventually come back, but that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Daniel O'Hurley. He's another one who's around a lot. You see him. Yeah, he plays the the CEO or the owner of the company. Um, He's just the old man. They just call just him the old, old man. He is the, the old CEO. Man. Who, who yeah. turns out not to be as scatterbrained in the second movie, but in this one, he's kind of an absent 
father. I don't think he's necessarily scatterbrained. He's just not, he's not, yeah, he's not really realizing what's going on with his but, um, yeah it turns out in the ronnie cox movie, is clearly exactly. you know, dick jones is, is clearly yeah ronnie cox things. is running the show yeah pretty much manipulating things so that it looks you know yeah which is yeah which is interesting and ronnie cox just kind of moving on to him he that was an interesting casting choice because that was against type like he always played good he always guys. played a nice guy yep. he always played he a nice plays guy a bad, baddie again in total yeah yeah same kind it, of character. yes that's right he did play yep. that yeah he so and and that that's what he I like he's a great actor because he plays both really well like you believe him as a nice guy and you believe him as a bad guy. you know what I'm saying? oh yeah he like fits both worlds of course we saw him yeah. he's on our all roads uh as as Captain Jellico right Jellico. of course yes he, yeah. yeah I have a but I have a nice I have lovely roads all kinds of roads tonight. and there's not a lot of actors who can pull that off well. No. no, I mean Gary Oldman. Course, I mean, the first time I think most people recognize him is from from Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, and where he probably, was a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Bogomil, right? Bogomil. Then we yeah. had yeah. So that was Daniel and Ronnie. Moving on, we had Kurtwood. We've t- discussed Kurtwood, Kurtwood as Bodiger. No, we didn't yeah. talk uh, about Kurtwood. And really, he, he, when he when Kurtwood first auditioned, he was auditioning for Dick Jones. And when he was told he got the a role in the movie he thought it was dick jones and then it was the director that said no he's like with the glasses you remind me of himmler from the knots from germany the Nazis, yeah. yes that, that kind of intelligent evil kind of guy and could yeah. agree with him and that's kind of where they got that why he it wore was a, the glasses it was amazing and, look yeah. the other cool thing about kerwin is he improvised a bunch of stuff Oh, yeah. Including spitting blood on the, the it was on the police, de- yeah, the blood on the police desk, yeah. the finger dip in the wine that we talked about at the top of the show when we did our yeah. drink. You know, he that, improvised that. That was oh, like the weirdest thing. Like, what was the point of that? The he was. was, just, he was what was he, was he doing? With the, like, no, no, he was definitely claiming territory that he was. He was whipping it out and explaining to everybody else who's in charge there. Yeah, maybe that's a dominance thing, definitely reaching into a guy's plate and taking his fries that's a dominance thing reaching into somebody else's drink and yeah that's that's all about establishing i'll go with that because all right i can roll which is interesting psycho like an interesting psychological study on kurtwood's part good for you kurtwood love kurtwood he does so many amazing things and then he just called everyone a dumbass (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that in the the can you fly bobby when they threw the guy out of the van that was improvised though so he contributed i think a lot to this movie um, and the other really big character uh, player was uh, Miguel Ferrer. Yes. As as Bob Morton, the guy who basically creates RoboCop, sort of. Right. And he's interesting. You know, he's a Clooney. He's related to George Clooney. His mother is Rosemary Clooney. I did not. So um, he's another amazing character actor that you see. Son everywhere. of Jose Ferrer. Yeah, he was really, he was around, around a lot in that era. As he's um, around, and he's of, on my all roads list. Yeah, so yeah, he's around. He was in the nice guy though. He was in the stand. He was in the first the stand, yeah. the the miniseries that was on TV. Um, I'm just trying to see. Ray Wise is on my all roads. He played Leon Nash from the bad. He's in everything. He's in everything. He's in everything. Ray Wise is everywhere. You start looking at his IMDb, and it's like, oh my god, you're yes, and he's still working. Yep. <laughs> um uh lisa as i mentioned earlier it's mario Mercado and lisa gibbons as the two news anchors yeah. non-parts and then yeah just a handful of other people i can do all roads right now since yeah, we do are all roads. there are yeah. seven the, the seven black people. desk sergeant yes he's the in black a lot of desk stuff too sergeant yes right, robert so kurtwood we see kurtwood in undiscovered country as the federation president yep. and he was in deep space nine 
And of course, we know him as Anorak's best in, in Voyager in the Year of Hell part yep. one and two. Oh, and he did a voice on um, Lower Decks. He did Veritas on Lower Decks. So he's probably our biggest road. Ronnie Cox, Star Trek Next Generation. Jellico, we mentioned that. Ray Wise, Star Trek Next Generation and Who Watches the Watchers and Hope and Fear. I'm sorry I don't have the character names. Yes, no. Yeah, uh, a oh, Captain... Uh, la, la, la. I don't have the character names. I'm sorry. Ray Wise also, interestingly, uh, I don't know what Captain Pike is. Is it a fan film? I don't know cartoon. what it is. Is it a cartoon? He yeah, played Joshua Pike, Captain Pike's dad. I don't know where it was, where where it aired. I never saw it, never even heard of it until I started looking. Hmm. Yeah, I saw it and I didn't know what it was. Uh, Miguel Ferrer, we just talked about him being a Clooney. He was a helmsman in Star Trek Three: Search for yep. Spock. Uh, Robert DeCoy, we talked about him. He is the Black Desk Sergeant. Is that right? Yeah, that's who that is. Yeah. Appeared on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. The episode was Things Past. And huh. Peter Weller, of course, Peter Weller. Um, we He did take a turn on Star Trek Enterprise, but I think all of us know him better from Star Trek Into Darkness. He played... What is Star Trek Into Darkness? <laughs> <laughs> he played I, I Admiral Marcus. I can't think of Mark. I think it's Alex. I I blocked it out, and I I forgot. Yeah, he was he was a baddie in season. He was Carol Marcus's dad and the baddie. And the baddie, yeah, he was also a baddie on Enterprise too. And he was a baddie on Enterprise too. Yeah. 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 And the mention of Prime Directive, I guess that counted. The other weird thing about this movie is there's a bunch of actors connected to Batman in various ways. Um, Peter Weller has voiced Batman. Ray Wise, his voice, Commissioner Gordon Dan yeah, Hurley, killing joke. was yeah. on. Yeah, was on the animated series, the remake, um, the remake of this of RoboCop, featured the like the twenty fourteen remake, which I haven't seen. I don't know if it's any good. Uh, it featured it. Michael Keaton and Gary Oldman, and they also played Batman and Gordon respectively in different movies. So. Kind of, right. a bunch of weird Batman collections of Batman but we don't do all roads lead to Batman we do all roads lead to Star Trek so there you go <laughs> there you go oh and the composer the guy who created the music that's so recognizable that theme song his name is Basil Polidorus he worked yep. on the original Star Trek he did some and composing for original Conan oh and Conan was... the Barbarian yeah yep. you, it does sound that way doesn't it yep that's one of my favorite soundtracks I can tell you what part of the movie it is by what which Basil Polidora's song is playing. Nerd. Oh, Basil. Nerd. Nerd. Basil. Basil. Oh, Basil. <laughs> yep, Dennis is calling it Star Trek Nano 210. It was Star Trek Nano 210. Hey, there's Kevin Sharp talking about Admiral Marcus. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Welcome, welcome. And there's Christopher LaRoche. I got to check into the comments more often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He didn't understand what Into Darkness means either. <laughs> now now some people might like it some welcome oh, welcome produce these welcome produce now. said person immediately well, again not our generation remember some people not our generation. remember some people the 2009 star trek was their first introduction to it, it was and you know what if it made them explore the franchise more i'm fine with that no yep. i have no qualms with that that's fine that's fine and we, were, we were discussing that this past weekend with our nerd, nerd group and I was saying that you know whatever people are exposed to first is usually what they're they'll say what their favorite trek is. So, yeah, I mean I've I've had people when I give my Star Trek discussions up in time for Trek on Aruga, and one of the things I ask is what's your favorite series, and there's at least one person that'll say Voyager. 
and after I'm done gagging, um, <laughs> who is this person? I, Produce I, them immediately. Yeah, no, it's like you know they that, but I understand. I usually I get it. It's it's what you're exposed to. So I can't wait to run into somebody whose favorite trek is Lower Decks because I can almost go there right now. Of the current yeah. stuff, without a doubt, it's my favorite trek. Yeah. It's I'm sorry, good. it's trumping Strange New Worlds. It's still better. It's funnier. It's more entertaining at this point. It's a lot more entertaining. Yeah, yeah it yeah. really is. Because it's like a hunt. It's like a giant Easter egg. It's like, you know, and it's funny. Keep your it, eyes open for everything. I watch, my wife's not interested in it because she's not as hardcore. You know, she'll watch Star Trek if I watch it. But And I'm and whenever I watch the show and I'm laughing and she's like, I don't get it. I'm like, because it's not made for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's made for people that know all the series Back to front, front to back, you know, and get all their stupid references. So I just got to get my Tom Paris collector plate and I'll be all set. Yep. Well, you've got a Geordie bear now. I do have a Geordie bear. You see him? Right, right there. Geordie bear. So, yeah, that's the other thing. They got to love them. You know, CBS loves to, uh, the Paramount loves to put stuff in there that they can franchise and boy this thing in merchandise they yeah. did they did the spot merchandising helmet. that's right i meant merchandising. merchandising merchandising remember the white helmet with the red light on yes, top is it? That's 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 that is now that is now canon because it was in the show cbs yep. has officially hit spaceballs the flamethrower yeah. levels of merchandising yes. they yes, really yes, have yes. I mean, every in many many ways iteration of star trek has a different uniform a different combat and a different pin badge yeah. sometimes multiples so and they all have to buy them. It's like shooting nerds in a barrel. I've said it before. Yep. So back to the movie. Back to the movie. We're off because we are. Oh, after... Welcome to our show. We're off topic. Go figure. Topic, but it's okay. Oh, we're, another we're thing. Talking the down. steel mill scenes at the end uh, when they're having that big fight. Apparently, it was like some of the most boring part of the shooting. And Kurt. Oh Wood, yeah, actually, Kurtwood and, Kurt and Ray Wise apparently kept stealing the golf carts from the crew. Yeah, like and run around. around and the crew is like getting really pissed. And then Peter <laughs> Weller has a memory of listening to Peter Gabriel's Red Rain. You know, when Red he was going Rain through there, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was like, he was filming something, actually shooting and yeah. listening. But I'm like, what? What actor can listen to music like in his helmet? Of course, in the Robo yeah. helmet. Yeah, can like listen to music and still act this. One of the uh, like, yeah, one of the on? one of the slogans for the movie was going to be, "He's like Dirty Harry with ball bearings." But they uh, they dropped Glad that because they, they dropped yeah. it because they were afraid that Warner Brothers or Clint Eastwood would have an issue with it. So they didn't use it. But it was kind of funny. Dirty Harry with Paul Rand. Yep. Very 80s. Again, having a slogan like that for a film. So real quick, social commentary time. Yes. The, the initial locker room scene where all the cops are getting into and out of their armor and getting ready yes, for their shifts. Yes, co-ed was co-ed and completely glossed over. They didn't mention it. They didn't draw attention to it. They nope. just did it. It just happened. And, I, and no one said anything perfect. until yes. Starship Troopers. He did it again in again, Starship Troopers. We saw Troopers. that in Starship Troopers. And we actually saw it in other things like like Aliens. Um, they had kind of a, because remember yeah, we had the female and male, male Marines and they were all mixed together. Right, but it was there was no nudity or anything. This specifically was there was a girl who took. Yeah, her, there was a girl like putting her like armor on. She over, put her armor on like over. Which a beard I gotta I say, like, I'm not a female. But even as that. a male, without having some kind of shirt between that and the armor, yeah, that was, was kind of wild. The There's a lot of cheating thing. going like, on. You there. don't put armor, right? Yeah, <laughs> and even if you're a guy, I don't think you'd want to do that. I mean, no, I don't think so. There's layers that need to But the fact that they need some baby powder in there or something. They they just did it and it was seamless and 
I have a feeling, and I'm not positive about this because I'm not a law enforcement or, or a firefighter, but I have a feeling that that kind of thing actually happens. I mean, if you're getting ready for your shift in a locker room and there happens to be somebody <coughs> there who's nude or whatever, you just do it. There may you're be separate. Ready for your, maybe. I mean, I, there should be. It's I co-ed guess, locker but, rooms, I guess. But there's probably separate locker rooms. You know, this thing, this movie got submitted to the the movie reading, whatever the NC, whatever they is, like 12 times because they it kept getting an X. They were giving it they, an X. Yep, they kept cutting and they, out and like they kept microseconds. Cutting out stuff. They were cutting stuff up and they finally got it down to R. But yeah, they... they yeah, I mean, there thing. was some kind of... I guess when the guy was like melting from the toxic waste, which I always yeah, love. Yeah, Matt just marked toxic waste. It was so so yeah. Hollywood. In a steel and, plant. And thus the toxic Avenger. In a steel plant, like, yeah. Why does a steel plant have a big vat of toxic waste? A big vat of toxic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it's, a very weird... It's clearly like, an abandoned... It's in clearly an abandoned, but... abandoned mill. So where the lift still the, there, the crane still works. <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah. Still and has a load of steel already in it that yeah. you can drop on Robocop. There was something else about that actor too when he did the scene at the gas station, but now I don't remember what it was. No, not important. Keep moving. Anyway, oh, yep. you, I was just looking at the time there, so we were almost. Yeah, over. we need to start. Let's wrapping. give so final thoughts on this. Um, yeah, it was a great movie for its great day. Great movie. Uh, great fun. 80s it's movie. It's a fun movie. It's a good 80s I want movie. an edition of Nukem. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, and the and the pistol. I want one of those. And, hel- and held up. kind of Battleship a, a, a milder version of Nukem? Yeah, Battleship yeah. is a milder version. Yeah, but it has that cool and, holographic and effect when you hit the button. This thing has held up amazingly well because a lot of the social commentary is still completely that, applicable. But I think even, yep. even the effects completely the exception of, of the Ed 209 effects, which is, like I said, very Harryhausen. The first thing I thought was Harryhausen. Yep. Um, well, at, at the time, they really that, had no way to do it. No, there, there was no other way to do it. Any, and again, they were dealing with very, very early. We're just starting. Look to, at the look at the, the Tauntaun Jurassic Park Empire Strikes didn't Back. come out till what, five years later? Five years later. Seven, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and the, look at the leap they made in five years, though. Yeah. yeah. With, with I mean, look at, the, look at the Tauntaun in Empire Strikes Back. That's right. exactly that was the same effect. Very, yeah, it's a little smoother than this was. Um, but well, I think, yeah. But you're right. It's the same. Very similar. Um, so overall, a really good, fun movie. Violent, if you don't mind violence. I mean, obviously, it's not a. I know it was rated R. I guess. I guess it was. Um, yeah, it, it was. finally got R. Yeah. By today's standard, I don't know if it would make an R. And it's got a lot of bombs. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I I think it was it was fun. Um, I haven't. I don't remember the sequels. I know I've seen them, but I can't tell you one thing. Robocop Two had. Um... Oh, I can't remember the name of the actor. Uh, he was the bad guy in um, the Schwarzenegger movie where he comes out of the movie. Uh, uh, oh, man, I'm really having a blank. Oh, here. Action Hero? Uh, yeah, Last Action Hero. Yeah, Last he was the bad guy in Last Action Hero. I don't he, remember the bad guy at all. He was the drug dealer lord who gets killed by RoboCop. They take his brain and stick it into the next generation of, of robot body. And... They they then proceed to have a fight. Doesn't sound like a good thing. It was it was very good. Uh, the, the well, s- no, I mean it's a good idea to do that. Oh, to put a criminal in the <laughs> Robocop body? Yeah, no. But they kept putting other cops. They they built other Robocop bodies and they kept putting cop brains in them. And they had a whole montage of, of different Robocop models. And one of them pulls his own head off. The other one picks up is the first time they give him the pistol, he immediately puts it to his head and shoots himself. <laughs> 
Um, one of them turns, turns his body all the way around and breaks his own spine. I mean, there's a whole series of failures. Then they build this massive armored rotary cannon on his arm robot body, and then they proceed to stick a criminal brain in it. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, very, very bad decision. Martin, Interesting. But, Chris you know, LaRoche is saying, it's funny when I see the RoboCop outfit and the gun, it gives me a judge, uh, a judge dread thing vibe. about it the gun, I know. Oh, go ahead. Come off the Judge Dread comics. Yeah. yeah. And the, um, the yeah. gun was originally going to be a Desert Eagle, which is a real gun, a very large yes. pistol, um, which is what they practice with. And then when they put the suit on and they put the thing in his hand, it looked too small. Right. So they came up with a different gun and they added some stuff to it. I think they added a suppressor to it and stuff to make it look even bigger. So that because the desert now, if you know what a Desert Eagle is, that's it comes in a 50 cal, I believe. Yeah, 44 50 uh, 38 it, or three it, uh, is, it is a seven. chunk of steel <laughs> it yeah, it's a, a big pistol it's a hand cannon they also, well, to, they say, also to say that that looks too small is saying something yeah they also practiced before he got the suit uh peter weller practiced being more snake like interestingly in his movements which Sinuous, i yeah I would have been very curious to see how that worked. Then once he got the thing on him, he. No, I love the way he turned his head first before. Yeah, he, he would turn the head. Turn his yeah. head first. And that the was interesting. I always his whole body. Yeah, I liked that. He rarely turned at the waist. Yeah. He would he would yeah. swivel his whole body instead of turning at the waist because yeah. he couldn't yeah. turn. Yeah. In the the head waist. always went first. I'm going this the direction. Head went first. Yeah. yeah, that way. Again, we kind of saw that change later on, as you say, as he became more human, he became his movements became less mechanical. So. Yeah. Anyway, all right, enough about that. What does Roy got coming up? Roy is going to do, Fez is doing nothing. Roy, um, just a reminder that Saturday. He's not mentioning Fez until he actually has something. Until he actually has something. <laughs> Roy, just a reminder, two things. Roy this Friday will be doing The Man Who Fell to Earth. That's 1976's The Man Who Fell to Earth. And just as a reminder, Saturday, September 10th, and Sunday, September 11th, is the Space 1999 Virtual Convention. Go to Roy's Sci-Fi.com, uh, sorry, Roy's Tie-Dye Sci-Fi.com to check all of, uh, on Facebook, to check all of that out. Um, Phil will be doing, tomorrow he'll have his buddy back, uh, Jack Lucicho of Jack's Waterfall, which is really nice music. Um, he has a new album called The American Roots Project. And he will also be talking to Peter Straub, um, through ReaderCon, and then coming up, hopefully in a full few weeks, we'll have Candace uh, back from Blackmore's Night. I mean, think of her last name. She's married to someone famous, and if I knew who that was, I'd be able to tell you. <laughs> um, that's what Phil's. Uh, that's what Phil. If you guys look up, like, if you ever listen to the radio and you're bored, check Phil out. He's got some really interesting things. Rizzo, what do we have next week? It's going to be very good. Uh, we're going to have Dr. Alexander, one of our viewers who you guys may or may not know is a flight surgeon. I think he's like the head flight surgeon. He's the at, NASA flight surgeon. NASA. And, and he's going to come and talk to us about the Artemis uh, uh, project of the, the flight that, of course, has been having some trouble getting off the ground. But he's going to come and talk to us about what that's all about. And so it's going to be a really interesting. So it's not sci-fi. This is real science, folks. So if it's you have decide. questions about the Artemis uh, launch and, 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 and missions, Please uh, you know, send them to us because we'll ask them for you um, for when when Dr. Alexander is on. So we got that coming for us. So we're very looking forward to that. It's Remembering be a lot of fun. that he's a flight surgeon, he may yeah. not know much about orbital mechanics, but he actually knows a great deal about a lot of that. Knows. So he, he think, may know he may know a I lot think, of it, but yeah. I think feel so. free to ask him anything you want rel relative to the mission. I think I think we'll be okay. If, if he doesn't know, I'm sure he'll know where you can find the information. Um, 
but uh, yeah, so that's very exciting. So we're looking forward to Yeah, that. I'm looking forward to that. So, so that wraps us up. I don't think uh, beyond next week, I don't know what we're doing. We'll, we'll come up with something, but we are, before you know, it'll Robocop be October. Two. If you guys and, haven't you know, seen it. We'll do, we'll do um, on October, of course, we'll do our usual Halloween month. Yes. So we'll get, if yes. you have any suggestions you want for sci-fi, scary movies, um, let us know and we'll, we'll add it to our list of uh, the thing of thing. The thing might be a good wow, one. We only got two more weeks before October. So we better start making our Halloween mm, list. Right? now. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm mentioning Let's plan it now, Let's plan it now. So uh, yeah, so it should be, it'll be a fun month. So I don't know what we have. We are talking about, we are seriously talking about the Islander two. Bruce, <laughs> the fight between what Dennis are and you debate. talking about? Oh, you Dennis weren't, you weren't, and, might have been around. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm familiar Bruce. with it. Oh, it was your Dennis. I'm sorry, it's right. It wasn't Bruce. my Dennis is saying, it was Highlander Dennis. showdown. Oh, okay. So, so there was going to be, a, there was going to be a, a showdown between, between Highlander. I'm sorry, Dennis. I thought it was Bruce, but you're right. It was a different Canadian. Um, uh, <laughs> it was Dave so, Lafredo. Well, we haven't, we haven't actually, we haven't, uh, Dave loves the film, so I'm sure he's willing to come on and defend it. Uh, I had res- I respected. I would actually have to watch point. it. I don't know if I ever actually saw it. Don't. So, um, if I had, I probably dismissed it right away and just blacked it out of my memory. We haven't done Highlander one yet, so it's let's be. We haven't done Highlander that. one. And then which we was a, which was a really Island film, too. which was a really good film. So maybe we'll. Maybe <laughs> I just saw an interview with Clancy Brown about working with Sean Connery and how that film came to be. Um, it's it's extremely interesting how it happened. It in, they backed into that the success of that movie, and it's so funny because then it spawned two sequels, a kids cartoon, a, a two yeah, television very, series, very, very two similar, television series, very similar to Robo. Exactly, it's, a film that probably parallel. didn't have that much promise initially. A film with a Scotsman playing a Spaniard, but with a Scottish accent. He's, Connery's the only person that can get away with that. And, and a Frenchman and a Frenchman playing a Scotsman. Yeah, 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 had a Scotsman playing a Russian, and we bought it. And we that's bought true. it. Yeah, that's right. He played Captain Ramius. One ping only. We all bought it. One, one ping only. only. He played Captain Ramius right. with Greatest barely an accent. that film already, so anyway. Yep. Uh, all right. So definitely do Highlander first, and then... I think the, it'd be all right. Yeah, Maybe we can, we'll do Highlander. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure getting, like four I'm of you will all volunteer. a real big, huge response on the Oh, Highlander. Chris LaRoche. Chris LaRoche just said, please do original Highlander. Chris wants it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's been on our list for a while, so we'll it's make, been on the list for a while. Maybe we'll it's de- time. We'll definitely do Highlander before we do the Highlander two debate. Good. Let's do yeah. So. We could do it. You know, that could wrap up September. Highlander and the Highlander two. The debate. debate. Yes. Who knows? The rumble, watch, rumble watch in the, the junk. The rumble, rumble in the Highlander jungle. jungle. Rumble on Highlander the- two. The vomiting. The vomiting. <laughs> the rumble in the sci-fi distilled. It's just bad. All right, folks. It's after eight o'clock. I don't it's want to keep anybody longer. We will toast. see you next week with Dr. Alexander. So for till then, live long and prosper. Live and long and safe. prosper. Good night, folks. Good night, everyone. And we're clear. Oh, thanks, Bill. Bill says, feel better. Thank you. Highlander TV series instead of Chris that. LaRoche is like, it'll be a short debate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dave likes it for whatever reason. So. Yeah, I thought you knew Bill, Bill, Bill got his shirt. I thought you... I, I saw If you told me, I apologize. Well, I, I might I've not have. A, I, think, I think I assumed you saw it because I'm pretty I've sure... i a bit COVID brain lately, which scares me. I don't want to be COVID brain. I think he sent it to the Sci-Fi Distilled 
thing and I just assumed that you saw it because I think I asked you, do you see those? Remember? Yeah, you did. We discussed it. You said answer. And then I was like, okay, I will. And then all of them were Jeff Rubel. And I was like, well, I better let Rizzo handle these. <laughs> yeah, he's about done. Um, yeah, here, I'll, uh, I'll go look. Here it is. There he is. Wearing a shirt. Nice. Oh, good. There's Bill. Okay. That's yeah. He was at he was at uh Chuck Hondora. He also did not get sick somehow magically. And he was right with us too. So I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So, I didn't get so, sick. I mean, not with sick. COVID. You were our roommate and it's you didn't get to, sick. Yeah. How does that work? You were like, yeah. I was in the car with both Joel and John for a long time. And I was in the room with you guys and I didn't get it. So okay. I had it back in I'm, January. I'm, I'm letting you in. This is it's hard to see. Super secret. This is our uh actually that's not even the current one. Hang on. It's hard to see, but this is what we're coming up with for a, a t-shirt. A new logo. Oh, a t-shirt. Nice. See, it says sci-fi distillery. It's very yeah. all the ships. I love the fact that he picked out some really obscure ships. I believe that's Blake Seven nice i believe that is definitely the ship from planet of the apes that one it sure is sure is alien that's the, that's the shuttle from alien when she she ejects herself yeah i'm not sure is that the star trek it's hard to tell is that the star trek shuttle from motion picture i believe that's no, the land of the no. giants the spin drift yeah yes yeah, so we've got uh we've got vipers uh an eagle the jupiter two that I believe is a shuttle from uh, from uh, V. Yeah, we've got the bug from Red Dwarf, of course. Discovery the at the top there. Galileo, C C fifty seven D, the course. And of course, that's no discovery. moon. That's space station. Yeah, nice. Love it. Now we need a good tagline. Yeah, so now we're just like we need some funny, funniness to go on. But that is that is top secret. You're the only besides the four. The, the only one that knows. Besides Jeff. Mary I have no Mary idea Mary. what you're talking about. Exactly. So. I never know what you guys are talking about. So he did. I drew this this thing that the space station, as my childish handwriting can do, and he did a really good job of. Because you know, I don't know if you noticed all the elements from space stations. We have the solar panels from from the, the ISS. Yeah. From no, those are actually from oh, B from Babylon Five. Um, we have we have the 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 kind of the the beehive thing from K seven. K seven. Yeah, the I noticed arms that. Arms from DS nine. Um, and the docking port from the uh, regular one. Yep. So I, I noticed several of those elements. So you're getting the message across. Exactly. I think. Of course, I'm I am a nerd. There now. So now we just need, um, yeah, some kind of funny, I don't know, slogany thing to go around it. Yeah. Cocktails know. and nerds. I mean, self cocktails and nerds. Cocktails yeah. and nerds should be we can put on there. But I think I don't know. I want to say something about coming to the coming to the bar or something or something something like that don't order the special don't order the special <laughs> baseballs the end of space balls yeah <laughs> oh no not again that would be good too just put that in there oh no no oh, no not again <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you'd have to explain it to so many people. Yeah. <laughs> Sci-fi distilled the flamethrower. Yeah, the flamethrower. The flamethrower. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, because yeah. it's it. We have now we'll reached our flamethrower. I'm not really. I don't really care. I'm not look, doing it to like make a ton of money. I just thought I'd like to have another option on the store. I love it. Sure. I'm psyched. I will be ordering. I'm all sure. All, I'm sure shit. some of the cynical assholes will be like, "You're just trying to make money on it." Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't make any money on it now. So right. Why would you? It's like a big losing propositioning except when some few people buy stuff it covers it covers my zoom account for like a month or two not even a month like half a month well, like one time i think i got my big pay it was like 35 dollars. oh so that's two months Woo-hoo. yeah that was like two months Woo-hoo. it had a sale but, you know it's the same thing it's like uh um you know the same people we only have seven people watching how many shirts are they gonna buy yeah so all right, kids. I gotta get up and cock a doodle doo. I'm gonna go watch another episode of I think the something. something. Okay, you go watch TV. I gotta get up early to deal with my mother. About this. 